and there staring me in the face is one of the catfish that we had seen earlier in the night. I'm Rhett Barker, and you're listening to Ecological Adventures, a product of the UF IFAS Department of Wildlife Ecology and Conservation. Ecologists go from their own backyards to the edges of the earth in pursuit of knowledge. Dealing with discomfort, sometimes dangerous animals, and unpredictable situations, they're rewarded with adventure and fascinating insights into the workings of the planet's life. Today's guest is Dan Catazone, an SNRE master's student in Dr. Christina Romagosa's lab, studying little blue brackish water-loving turtles called diamondback terrapins in the St. Joseph Bay in Florida Panhandle. His story today comes from his work with sea turtles in the same region. What were you uh, doing with the turtles? What was your job? So out in the Port St. Joe, Cape San Blas area, we do nighttime sea turtle tagging. So my boss, who now works for the USGS, but actually had gotten her start here at UF, worked for the co-op unit for a little bit. Um, she has surveys going on there that next year will actually be her 20th year. So it's a long-term mark recapture study. And uh, basically we survey the beach all night mm-hmm. and hope that turtles come up. Because sometimes you can get like five turtles come up, sometimes no turtles come up. But um, we just basically have to drive the stretch of beach that we survey back and forth mm-hmm. every about 15 minutes take like break intervals because you don't want to pass too much because you don't want to scare anything off potentially and then uh once they come up we get to work them up do some tagging they get a physical like well they're actually cow tags they Mm -hmm. go on their flippers they get internal pit tags and then we take measurements biopsy and uh core samples from their carapace cool so that's the basic gist of that work but it's all at night so you got to be a night person to really do it as we go from sunrise or sunset to sunrise mm-hmm. june and july so two months not really much of a break but it's well worth it by the end so what's your story so back in 2016 we were using an f-150 on the beach to conduct our sea turtle research and we're just driving along, you know, a few hours going by, and every time we pass, you know, there's a few dead catfish on the beach, which happens, you know, they always wash up all the time. And on one of our passes by, we're just driving through, after we had just seen this really nice turtle, who we didn't get a chance to tag yet, so we're like waiting for it to come back up. We're driving along, and all of a sudden I hear, like, air, and the air that you hear from coming out of a tire, and I'm just like, no. This can't be, because our, <laughs> our guy that's good with all, like, all the mechanics and everything else, he's out of town, so I'm like, I don't want to deal with this, especially if it's in a spot where you got to patch the tire. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be responsible for the patch in case it fails, but, I, you know, I look out the window, and I can see my front left tire slowly going down, so I stop, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, we didn't hit any bumps. We didn't go any of the rocks, no ditches. Like, I cannot think of what this was. And I, like, take out my light, and I'm looking around the tire, and I go to the front of the tire, and I look behind it, and there, staring me in the face, is one of the catfish that we had seen earlier in the night. And one of its barbs had gotten straight through the wall of the tire and gave me a flat.
And of course, just for the icing on the cake, we were at least three or four miles from the nearest beach access. And you can't just drive a flat tire like normal and it's almost impossible and not really recommended to try to change that on the beach. So I was driving four miles off the beach at five miles per hour just to get off the beach to change the flat. Finally get off the beach after like an hour of driving. <laughs> Stop on the road, go to change the tire, and the jack we have in the car, couldn't find it. <laughs> Found out it was like hidden behind some seat. Finally get it out, stick it under there. It won't lift the car high enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to call one of our interns about our other work vehicle, and I was like, I need you to stop what you're doing and bring me the jack out of that car. They finally bring us the jack. Now, of course, we're working with like white late at night, so all the bugs start coming out. So we're getting eaten alive, and of course, I must have stopped the car right by some ants, because then I started getting bit by some ants, and I'm just trying to change this tire, and, you know, it's supposed to be a very simple process, you know, really easy, and then, since it's an older F-150, they got the, uh, you have to go through, like, three different steps just to drop the spare. <laughs> you gotta, like attach two things, stick it through a hole, and then hope that you like connect <laughs> it correctly to another bit to then turn it and rotate it to come down. So after about like 10 minutes of messing around with that, we get it down, finally get the tire changed, have to wait then to the morning, this took us probably like three hours total process, call the only local shop to find out that they don't carry the tires we need, and have to go over an hour away just to get a tire for a stupid truck because of the fish. Probably cost us a few hundred dollars just to get everything. Between like gas, new wheel, then we had to bring it to a dealership so the dealership actually had to put on the wheel so they <laughs> all because of a fish. That's why it felt a little bit better after I told people that story and apparently I'm not a unique circumstance. Mm -hmm. Many people I've heard have actually gotten flats from catfish, and some unlucky people I've heard of even stepping on them. Jeez. And if you know that a barb can go through a tire, just imagine what it does to your foot. Yikes. So I'm kind of a little glad it was just a tire, but that was probably one of the worst experiences I've had doing night tagging on sea turtles. But looking back on it, it's a... It's a little humorous, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, you know, for sure. I had to have a good laugh on it the whole time. I was at that point where I was just doing like that, like, you're just so dumb that you just start laughing mm -hmm. because it's the only way that you're going to get through the whole situation. But, uh, yeah. Thanks, Dan. To learn more about the UF WEC department, click the link in the description. Today's music is by Jason Shaw and is also linked in the description. Tune in next week for the next adventure.